All right, welcome back. Live from GCSI headquarters in downtown Lansing. Just, I mean, heck, almost a stone's throw from the Capitol building. Uh, and and obviously a lot will be talked about tonight in Governor Gretchen Whitmer's sixth state of the state address. Um, but certainly as as we continue to endeavor for a better road system here in the state of Michigan, fixing the damn roads, I expect, will be another topic of conversation for the governor tonight. And Rob Coppersmith, the executive vice president of the Michigan Infrastructure and Transportation Association, better known as MIDA, joins me. How are you? Hey, great. It's good Thanks. to see you. Thanks for having us. Um, you know, the roads have been a topic of conversation, it seems like, in this state forever. And, and I think we've seen over the last and experienced over the last couple of years there have been a ton of projects popping up all around certainly southeast michigan but all over the state how have we progressed in that area do you think well i think we're holding our own in that area a little bit due to the uh, governor's bonding program Mm -hmm. so you know the vast of those majority of those are complete reconstructs um and so we're managing our road system right now by crisis so yeah uh, what's whatever's the biggest problem is and the biggest threat to public safety is where we're gonna run to and that's certainly what mdot has been doing i mean we hear about it all the time right uh somebody's frustrated by an orange barrel somewhere (laughs) on their commute um but this is what happens when when our roadway has been yeah, we've been uh, kicking the yeah historically underfunded for decades. I've been doing this for thirty years, and uh, I've seen a lot of governors try with their legislatures, starting back at the Blanchard administration, all the way up until present day. Uh, Governor Schneider got us a little bit in the gas tax mm-hmm. a few years back, but uh, we certainly have been underfunding uh, our system for a long time, in which that creates uh, that creates chaos at some point when we do start throwing money at the problem and try to fix the roads in the proper manner it means that uh, we have to go deeper into and and rebuild a lot of stuff because that's just certainly where we're at right now do you feel like we're still underfunding even with the governor's bonding program oh certainly yeah Yeah, certainly we've 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 identified a 3.9 billion dollar annual shortfall Mm. uh in our funding uh funding problem and that's without the current uh inflationary period that we just went through so um that certainly has put us behind the eight ball, and the longer we wait, the the deeper that hole gets. I mean, if you if you needed to fix something on your house and waited another year, do you think it's going to be cheaper or, or it'll more probably expensive? be more expensive? Yeah, and I'm so no mathematician. That's where we're at. The materials, the IIJ money from the feds, mm-hmm. uh, put a lot of stress on available materials, so that certainly added to some inflationary issues. Well, but you talked about the materials because that that's a huge piece of this, right? whether it's issues in the supply chain or not being able to, to utilize some of the, the resources that we have here in Michigan uh, to achieve some of these goals, materials are always an issue, isn't it? Well, they certainly can be. Um, we've, we've been able to get through some shortages and different things and keep mm-hmm. projects on time. So where there's a will, there's a way as far as the materials go. But um, the vast majority of our problem really lies in the, the continual underfunding. So... Um, we need to get into a mindset that uh, um, we have a big problem, and uh, if we don't start start fixing it, it's it's only going to get epidemically worse. So, so what's the solution, right? I mean, obviously, money will help fix a lot of those issues, but it, it feels like you can only get so much from taxpayers at a time, right? Before it becomes insurmountable for for some people, but but the the projects need to be done. You're not going to avoid 
the, the orange barrels. It's going to happen. When these roads need to be fixed, they got to be fixed. So is it is this, uh, you, you talked about getting it to a point where it could be an, an epidemic level. I mean, is this something that we need to start funding now, today? I mean, is this is this is it that desperate? Yeah, well, uh, certainly we are benefiting from the governor's bonding program and the uh, federal uptick uh, with the IJ dollars, but those dollars, I think, should represent the new normal. Mm-hmm. And uh, those those two sources of funding, which are one-time funding sources, right. uh, dry up in the next year and a half or so. And then we'll be back to funding levels from the late teens, 17, 18, 19 mm-hmm. era. And, and that's just not enough. And that'll be a slippery slope because um, if we drag our feet, we're certainly going to lose all the good work we've done just from other roads eroding and not being paid attention to. Is, so. is it quantifiable how many roadways and miles of road, stretches of roadway in the state that really need attention? Um, I don't know the number of that off the top of my head. So I, I mean, I, it would be, I imagine it's it's a lot. Quite yeah. a few miles. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, the ACEC report put our roads at a D. Um, so that tells you that, you know, a fair amount of our traveled lanes, uh, whether it be local or county, need attention. Um and uh, every minute we wait has uh, just adds to the problem. So what what needs to change in terms of the way we build our roads, or or um, because I mean some people will say, well, it's the weight of the trucks, or it's the temperatures, and it's yeah. the climate. I mean, there's so many different factors that go into it. All that plays a factor, but I think right now we're either in a total reconstruct mode, or we're in a band aid mode where we're doing an asphalt overlay mm-hmm. where we're just milling out a little bit, and, 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 and that will inevitably lead to another situation where you have to redo it again. Yeah, in a very short term. So those are those are band aid fixes and. Um, uh, the Band-Aid fixes don't last long. It uh, honestly gives the contracted community a bad, eye, a black eye because people say, hey, well, they were just in here paving this road two years ago or three years ago, and the fact of the matter is is that they were just trying to make it safe enough to drive on for another couple of years. So mm. um, uh, we need to get to the point where we can get our system up to the good and fair that the legislature um, posed a challenge to several years ago uh, and good and fair so that we're not in this total reconstruct mode and it's going to take us a while to get out of that that mode we have to rebuild a lot of stuff before we can certainly get into what i would call a maintenance mode um we've waited and we've kicked the can on this issue just far too long talk to me a little bit about the fix my state coalition so um, the fix because my, th- that, that's a partnership that, that obviously MIDA has with, yeah. with a lot of the influential people, obviously the governor here in the state of Michigan. What's the purpose of that coalition? The purpose that of that coalition is to educate um, the public and lawmakers to the, the, the problems mm. that, that we face and in in, in whether it be funding or, you know, it's a data-driven um, coalition mm-hmm. so that we're primary goal is education, uh, educating uh, taxpayers, educating the legislature on uh, the situation and, and and definitely just kind of monitoring and keeping the information fresh so that we, we know which way we're headed with it. So through that coalition, through some of those discussions that you've had with people for, for a long time, um, what is the answers to those long long sustaining fundable resources and avenues to make sure that we're funded at proper levels? Well, I, I think that's the big debate now. With um, with the we've always been relying on the gas tax, right? Mm-hmm. User fee, great. We sure. support and love user fees, but um, that is a um, a source. Cars are getting better gas mileage, so mm-hmm. you know that's a problem. Um, electric vehicles certainly aren't paying a a fee other than an enhanced registration fee, and 
some would argue, what the cutoff is. Still falling is. short. Yeah, still falling short. So we have um, certainly not, uh, we're not gaining revenues. We're continuing to lose revenues from even if you compared them to a few years ago. I mean, my neighbor just bought a eco-diesel truck that typically would have gotten 17 miles to the gallon right. is now in the 30-somethings. Right. And, um, you know, that's lost revenue that we used to be able to Did you knock on his door and say, you can't buy that. you got to take that thing back. I mean, No, I told him, me. give me an extra 100 yeah. you, you, <laughs> yeah, you right. know, for the month because right. you, you, you owe it on uh, what we're losing <laughs> to keep your roads nice. So um, I, I think that, you know, the public needs to grasp that. The legislature needs to grasp that. And then we need to come up with some ideas that are palatable to the public and the governor and the legislature and, and do something meaningful that will put us on a trajectory to – to 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 get rid of this problem once once and for all, um, something that's indexed. Uh, you know, the federal government hasn't come out uh, in one way or another on road usage charges, but they're starting to grow legs in other states, and it's certainly something that we'll have to look at yeah. uh, in Michigan. But um, I think that's a ways off, and we need to do something in the interim, more sure. to to kind of fill that void until we can get to a road usage type situation is, is that transition to electric vehicles is that a real concern i you mind? know i i think or are there just answers that there are there are questions that we just don't have answers to yet yeah i think that that's probably the best way to phrase that i, I don't think electric vehicles are going away sure um how much of the market they they capture will it remains to be seen mm. and um in the interim you know we need to build a system that doesn't care what type of technology we're mm -hmm. using so that we don't have to reinvent the wheel every time we turn around. If hydrogen comes back or other things like that, we don't. We want to have a system that doesn't care if your car runs on grape juice. You sure. Know, it, you know, just as long as everyone's paying a, an equitable uh, fee to, to use the system. So. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's very interesting, obviously a problem that we've had for a lot of years. Got to try to get it corrected and turned around as quickly as possible. Rob Coppersmith with Mila. Thank you so much. Yay, thank Appreciate you Appreciate you time. taking some time. Yeah, Appreciate thank it. you. All right, we got to take a break. We will be joined coming up next by Senator Kevin Hertel. Uh, we're live from Lansing as we preview the governor's state of the state address tonight. Don't go anywhere. More next on JR Afternoon.